That's a man, Maury. My name is Keen. And you ought to know, this is James. Welcome to Sissy That Pod, the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast on the Heads of Podcast Network. We are talking about Drag Race Canada today, episode 8, which was the Makeover Challenge. And we had the wonderful guest in Molly Roberts, aka Mollarina, uh, who you might know from Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, and she was lovely to chat to. Uh, so much energy and enthusiasm um, and a range of really energetic and enthusiastic episode as well which which, yeah. which moved me it moved me this episode you were moved. i was moved by this episode mm, it was another moving thing that happened during the week was unfortunately the the passing of chichi devane which you know there was a lot of love and outpouring and stuff for her on on instagram and um, just really sad to yeah. see she was so young no so young and like she was such a vibrant character from uh from drag race i loved her in season eight i thought she was like a really original queen and then when she came back for all stars like i think she just had such like a, a love and a light about her and you could tell mm. that like all of the the posts and stuff that you were seeing on on instagram like in support of her were just so genuine and all we're talk- talking to her character and how positive she was and it's it's a really sad loss um out of like the queens who kind of maybe overstayed their welcome on an all-star season i feel she she did the did it the right way like she didn't you know kind of roxy andrews and be like oh i deserve to be here and she didn't you know cut herself out like on Gina. she was like i'm happy with whatever you can let me home you can keep me here. I'm okay. so yeah no yeah so our condolences to you know Chi's friends and family yeah. and everyone who would have known her sort of from the Drag Race canon. But onwards and upwards, I suppose, with this week's show. It's an emotional one. It's with the Rainbow Railroad are getting done over. So welcome to the podcast, Molly Roberts. Molly Roberts, aka Mollarina, thank you for joining us today. How have you been joining Drag Race Canada? I have been obsessed with that. I feel like it brings such a new energy, um, but I do miss Rue. I miss Rue. I think I think that's a common thread is that people are like I think it's such a fresh take on the on the way, and I actually do like the guest hosts as well. Yeah. But I think you miss Rue for the walkthroughs, and then Rue and drag yeah. on the on the main stage of Key is such like a, a good fun. Yes, you would miss Rue. Um, I just miss the sassiness, the extraness, just the iconicness that is real. Like, there's nothing like when he comes out onto stage and, you know, like the doom, 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 and he yeah. comes out. And, like, his skin is always so snatched. And, like, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn's amazing. I, like, I'm Brooklyn's really taking this role and taking it seriously and, like, coming every week, like, just amazing. But, like, it's just no one can compare to Rue like yeah but there's also a reverence from the queens for Rue that you're not really getting with the judges like twice in today's <laughs> episode they like seriously came for poor old Jeffrey yeah. so like on the runway when Lemon was like bitch she had a beard yesterday so you don't know what you're talking about and then like in the puppet challenge with Jimbo it was like they're like they are not they are seeing him as not even a peer what's less than a peer <laughs> it's it's weird but can i just say he is absolutely gorgeous jeffrey, jeffrey. oh my god mm, dear yes. lord a stunning a stunning oh, man sometimes i just zone out of what they're saying and i just be staring at him like oh my god like how can you be that flawless <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I like the other idea of, of doing a you know a cover of Nothing Compares to Rue, the Sinead O'Connor version, you know? And oh it's just God. like X's over like Jeffrey's face and Brooklyn's face. That would be, I they need to do that. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be, it'll be um, a mistake if they don't do that. They yeah. <laughs> and how long would you have been a Drag Race fan? Who would be some of your favourite queens from the past? Oh, okay. My favourite queen 
um, is definitely Vanji. Vanji. So iconic. I just love her, and I just love. I loved her in Brooklyn. Like I, I like look up compilations of them two together on YouTube. Like a cute couple compilations. That's your happy them, place. Like, cutest moment. It's like my guilty pleasure. Okay. And I, oh, I just love. I love that. Like I'm sad they're no longer together, but in oh. my mind they still are. <laughs> but yeah, she's definitely my favorite. I re- like. I really like the ones that are just like sleek and chic and like cute rather than like the crazy ones okay but jimbo wouldn't really my type of drag queen that i would like mm. like i really liked like, like um you know naomi smalls and stuff like yeah. that like i love like, runway kind of chic Gigi good like you mm. know just snatch but i like i just have such a soft spot for, for jimbo at the moment yeah he's just so <laughs> Like, but Reese, the last two episodes, he just like came out with the sass. I'm like, where were you hiding that? Like, I did not. <laughs> yeah. Like, did not think he had that in him. Where can people find you online and and your your bits and your wares also? My at is Mallorina underscore everywhere. Um, I'm mostly on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Sassy girl power, lots of style and fashion, and just kind of absolutely no fuckboys allowed (laughs) 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 to be quite honest (laughs) all right let's move on to this week's episode so it's kind of off the Mm -hmm. back of the previous episode Priyanka had been lip-syncing against Ilona and Priyanka sort of feels like it's all eyes on her to go next going into this episode who did you think was probably top fodder to get the chop I have taken a disliking to Scarlet Bobo okay Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's something about her and I'm I don't like there's no rhyme or reason just the energy the energy I just can't vibe with her I don't know I don't know what it is I don't I, I I'm going to commit I'm going to come in I'm going to back you up and say okay that <laughs> Good. at the very beginning of the season I had like it was do you know that like gif from the Simpsons of like where it's like the little man's like that little guy over there is going to do something really cool like that like <laughs> thing and it's like the whole season I was like I was watching waiting for Scarlet okay. Bobo to yeah, do something really cool mm-hmm. and it's never happened yeah. she and- just complains about being safe I was like be better then <laughs> be better then yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I, I yeah I I was I was sort of I, I kind of anticipated that this that the outcome of this episode was going to be the outcome beforehand, but I was sort of hoping it would be Scarlet because I would have preferred a top four that had Priyanka Lemon, Jimbo, and Rita. That would have been my that would have been my ideal top four. Yeah, I kind of thought it could have been Scarlet, it could have been Lemon, it could have been Priyanka. It's hard to know. It was it wasn't clear that Priyanka was going to go, so I was interesting that she felt like that was the case in the room. The shadiness of the mirror message I thought was quite funny as well. When they were like, anyone say anything nice about Alona? <laughs> and then it was like, no, no one's got anything nice to say about okay. Alona. Oh, well. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Okay, so up next there was the mini challenge, which was the puppet challenge, or one of the one of the faves. So Lemon got Priyanka, and Priyanka got Lemon. Jimbo got Scarlet. Scarlet got Rita, and Rita got Jimbo. Who do you th- who would you have chosen to win, Molly? I think Rita. 
um, she kind of annihilated him. Did she not? Like, <laughs> what an awkward moment! I've never felt such high tension, like, in a challenge. Like, oh, she went there. <laughs> this was like selling sunset levels of oh expose. Like, oh my god, imagine. Okay, if each of the drag queens were like a member of Selling Sunset, who would they be? <laughs> who would be Christine? Who would be the villain? I- I honestly don't think there's another person capable of being Christine. I think Christine no. is the only <laughs> is the only person. Christine could be a good snatch game person to do. Oh, know? she will be. She will be a great snatch game person. Yeah. she is going to be perfect for that. I would love her to be a guest on the show. Imagine. Mm. She. I feel she is a drag queen already. Like the with the looks and the hair and stuff. She has. Like, yeah, so good. she definitely has. She definitely has an appreciation for it. You can tell mm-hmm. it's like. But imagine her as a guest on Drag Queen and or Drag Race, and then one of them does really badly. Like I don't think she'd be nice about it. She'd be like, "No, that was disgusting." Who I am? <laughs> like, this is supposed to be your job. You are yeah. failing at your you job. You had one job. <laughs> I like the idea, Joe. You know, in an alternate universe, Roxy Andrews shares her story of being left at the bus stop, and Davina goes, "Well, there's two sides to every story." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, haven't heard from your I'm mother sh- yet, have we? <laughs> I, guys, Davina is just not it for me. Like, I just don't. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like plants die when she walks beside them. Like she just has this like <laughs> negative energy. Because <laughs> like Christine, Christine is an absolute weapon, but at least she is such like she's a campy villain. Yeah, and she is so funny, and everything she says is clever. Whereas Davina's just like mm-hmm. mean, but without like without without the ability to be funny or charming with us. <laughs> anyway, this yeah, is our new selling sunset yeah. podcast. <laughs> okay. I thought that was so brave of Rita to do that in front of Jeffrey. Um, like. Mm-hmm. And Jimbo didn't really seem to care. She's a strange one, Jimbo, isn't she? Because it's yeah. hard to figure <laughs> her out. Like, do you know, like at the start, I was like, oh, she's just so lovable and just like, like naive. Or I don't know, the like, she's obviously the eldest, I think, isn't she? But like, yeah. there's just something about her. Like, it was I, I don't even know how to explain it, but she's just surprising me so much lately. She she took a week or two to grow on me because I I just felt that her character was very forced. Um, but mm. since 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 then I was I I really like gotten a massive a massive appreciation for her. I I think mm. with the like with the the Jimbo Rita thing, the the like the fact that they were happy enough to like read um Jeffrey in the room is because maybe they don't really see him as someone that they need to like have that kind of respect for. Um, and I, I kind of think that, like, it's funny because even during the the reading challenge, like, they were happy enough to kind of you know read Brooklyn as well, and there was none of it was all like a bit playful. Um, yeah. This did not seem playful though. No, yeah, I I think that Lemon was the funniest though in terms of the one who had yeah. the best actual like jokes and one liners. Where she was like, "Oh, this is my reveal for the snatch game." When I revealed I wasn't a threat, you know, like that. Kind that of, was like, great. That's actually clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Easy would have given it to Lemon as a win. Brianka, again, she was kind of building herself up to be like, this is my opportunity to show people I'm funny. I don't think it was particularly funny. (laughs) But Brianka is always going on about, I was a kid's TV presenter. I gave up my job to be here. It's like, are you sure you gave it up or you got let go? Like, not, not be that funny, like. But she, I think she's so funny out of drag. Yes. She's great. And that's yeah. the kids' TV presenter coming true. Exactly. Her as her own person. But when she tries to be. Mm-hmm. She mm. fails. Like, it's, yeah. it's really sad because she is, 
in the workroom and in the talking heads mm. and even on yeah. the main stage when she's just chatting she is so charming like she's one of yeah. the most charming queens who's ever been on drag queen but then the second you're like right do a character or be funny she freezes yeah. <laughs> yeah. she like goes into herself like she recoils but like i do i like her like as a person i think she's gas like i and her look oh my her god outfit, yes. yeah Mm. like the lot oh i know we haven't got there yet but wait till we get there to let me talk about her <laughs> did you think scarlett bobo was funny being rita wanting a hot dog and having a crush on lemon yes no, no oh. i i didn't know it was a crush i didn't know they had a crush though i, I didn't like, know either. i didn't know that either i was, that like, was oh, also okay. awkward <laughs> it was awkward but like i don't know i'm just a hopeless romantic i want someone to <laughs> i want another vandy oh, in no. brooklyn <laughs> um no i I just think that, like, I thought she was fine. Like, she was grand, but I just think that Lemon was probably the funniest, and then it was a bit kind of an unusual choice for Bobo to win. Because even I thought, like, Rita, with how, like, shady she went, like, that was funnier than, mm-hmm. than Scarlett. It was risky. So I think, yeah. So I think, like, while, you know, she... I loved her accent. I thought she did, like, the French accent really well, and I thought that was kind of funny. But I just was, like... I didn't necessarily think she deserved to to win the challenge for us. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, yeah. I think even Priyanka agreed because she had this great talking head moment. That, I mean, I'm going to try to recreate now, but you can't see if you're listening to this at home, where she's like clapping, but then rolls her eyes and looks away. <laughs> 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 and she's like, oh, well done, you won something, but you didn't deserve it at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I feel like they just wanted her to win something. So they're like, you can win this. Here you go. It's like yeah. when there's... Like, you know the child being picked last or whatever it's like you just feel bad mm. for them so you have to give them something yeah. sorry <laughs> that's probably true though <laughs> uh yeah i would put Le- lemon first uh rita second just because i thought rita built it all very well because you're like oh i see where she's going but she's not gonna go there and you're getting closer and closer to it and you're like yeah. oh my god and even like jimbo said in the talking head he was like oh i did say that and he like <laughs> shrunk it on himself yeah. and yeah so uh, Risha, Risha kind of falls to the background for me a lot and mm. I like you would think it would be the other way around for me like I am obsessed with like France I worked there yeah. and everything and I love how much French there is in this and like yeah. how there's so much culture in this and everything and I love that there was so many French queens and stuff like that but mm. she just falls to the back like I forgot about her yeah mm. all the I- time I kind of I I kind of agree with you in that I think and I think it's unusual because she like she's kind of the front runner for the whole thing with the number of wins she's gotten and how much the judges love her and she's like a seven time drag mother yeah (laughs) but then you don't you don't necessarily like I think kind of like when you think of the show itself like Lemon and Priyanka would and Jimbo would be the ones who you'd like most like you they'd be the ones to be the most memorable so yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I, it, it's unusual because you'd be like, I want to see what actually they were looking at in the room that they went so mad for her performances here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here, here's a, you know, a producer theory that I've come up with just here. Okay. They let Scarlett win the puppet challenge, even though she wasn't the funniest, so that she could allocate the people in the makeover challenge so she could win the challenge finally. But she ends <laughs> up making an absolute balls like if if you if she wanted to win i don't think she chose the right combination of things at all so she gave i despised her outfit i cannot convey the level of disgust <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well, this was a, we just went back to the allocations for a second. Like, she gave mm-hmm. uh, Elton from Jamaica to Priyanka, which that was a fair uh, allocation. Rabal to, to Lemon, D- 
Dennis to herself, Echo to Jimbo, and Rainer to Dorita. She's like she gave herself the the largest difference in skin tone mm-hmm. um, to show off. To show off, mm-hmm. and then when you see yeah. the final product, you're like, "Did you really yeah. show off?" When, when I when I saw that though, I did have that you know Greg O'Shea you know meme of like, "What was the thought process behind that?" <laughs> 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 I just thought it was like you you I it seemed kind of almost random. I thought, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I get it. Like, I get it in a sense because obviously, like she said, she was a makeup artist and she knew that like this was a talent of hers. She was going to be able to to beat his face. What was his um her dra- her drag race name? Violet. Violet Bobo. Violet mm. Bobo. Like she knew she was going to make her like slay. Yeah. But um, oh yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't. I don't. I do, I, I do think that like she obviously got some like she got some respect from the, the judges for the fact that she did make that bold choice of picking someone who looked so drastically different to her mm. and mm-hmm. the fact then obviously that she she was a makeup artist who had a lot of experience in blending different skin tones meant that she was able mm. to like build that family resemblance um, and then yeah. potentially as well like if she was being like you know, if she was being kind of, if the thought process behind it was a bit deeper, maybe she was thinking, oh, well, this guy's after coming here from Uganda. The situation mm-hmm. around the gay rights in Uganda is particularly atrocious. So maybe if I was going to be picking yeah. someone, I'd want to be I'd want to be on board with his storyline for the producer's point yeah. of view. <laughs> but then maybe that would I be too, giving too, you too yeah. much credit. Um, but I, th- I think she was fair. I actually liked that she was fair with the people that she, she kind of that she gave each yeah. other because it, it created an even playing field. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I think I think Priyanka had the clear advantage though, I think. Like she had the person who was closest to their skin tone. I am obsessed Maybe with Priyanka and Electra. Yes. And I thought they had chemistry. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a bit of flirting. Okay. <laughs> You're and just mad to get these like... people hooked up. <laughs> you just want Kai Kai Central. I'm so single. I like to live my life through watching other romances. So I'm expecting like some cute compilation videos of them getting together after all this. If anyone would like to make that happen for me, I'd be very grateful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I know we've given out we've given out a lot about Jeffrey. Um Fire and a lot of people have, but I really thought this episode was the episode that he actually really got to get under my skin. Like his first of all, why wasn't Brooklyn doing the walkthrough? Brooklyn does makeup as a track queen. Surely she'd be a better choice for this than Jeffrey. And then also, I just kind of felt there was things like Jeffrey saying, "Don't fuck it up" at the end of every kind of chat, which I was like, mm, you know, that's not really your thing anymore. Yeah, I felt he was really trying to do Michelle Visage with the well, you know, people have got red to filth for wearing bodysuits on the runway before I'm like I just kind of felt it was every opportunity he was just really trying to emulate the US version yeah, yeah. I got you I wanted more Brooklyn I don't think Brooklyn you know I feel like he's just taken over from Brooklyn a lot yeah you know? but I, I, I mm. find their lines or do they just I wondered probably if, in some cases I, yeah. I wondered if um because when you get to the when you get to the runway I and mean, you don't they don't make a point out of it but clearly Stacey McKenzie is unwell because when you hear her talk like her voice is completely gone she is mm. like she she doesn't contribute much at all to the thing so she's not so I wonder if maybe she was supposed to do that walkthrough because I think it's been a while since we had a Stacey walkthrough and I yeah. think it would have been like maybe she was to do it but then he had to do it last minute so maybe he wasn't as prepared but I I, I agree with you I didn't necessarily I felt like he basically walked up to each person and was like, oh, this is what you're doing. I love this pairing. You're going to be amazing. 
but really that's what you're doing like it was so confusing mm. <laughs> to watch him yeah like what's your yeah. drag name oh Violet Bobo oh she is living her fantasy <laughs> <Just like reading forward>. <laughs> <laughs> Molly what did you think of the actual makeover what did you think of the artists on the non-drag queens Lemons was obviously god awful <laughs> yeah but really bad um, the one that really stood out to me for just being gorgeous was um, Jimbo and Bimbo in the red in the red yeah Bimbo yeah they looked amazing like they Mm. look like they look like they could actually be competing on drag race yeah oh my god yeah i think that was the biggest transformation for me um was bimbo because if you see the before and after i had to like go back and look at it sorry what yeah oh like she just looks so snatched like i want bimbo to paint me next yeah <laughs> and bimbo was the one who kind of embodied a drag queen the most as well yeah. like, i know if you remember in season 10 miss cracker and miss cookie and miss cookie got really into it i kind of felt that was the same with bimbo yeah. she was like serving yeah. and whereas you know poor dennis for scarlet was just just a happy man in heels like walking around that runway he is so lovable isn't he so lovable oh but I think actually and that's like with with all of these th- these guys who've come into the workroom because like, I don't know I watched this for I watched it just before we recorded but I also watched it with like an epic hangover on um, on Friday <laughs> and it like emotionally tortured me hearing these stories about the Rainbow Road oh. Railroad and like learning about yeah. where these people have come from and sort of hearing about the the, the, the struggles that they face and the work that the Rainbow Road, Railroad does. Like it was a really emotional episode. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, kind of, I think when they were doing the, the mirror moment and you had Lemon actually talking about kind of putting a face to the numbers and the statistics that mm-hmm. you see. Like, I, I don't know, like it was very, I found it very powerful. <laughs> I yeah. think it was, you know, before they've they've brought on like super fans to do the makeovers yeah. and stuff. I thought like it's so much more meaningful this way. Yeah. Like, oh, and when they were they were talking, um, Dennis was talking about I think 125 people were like arrested in the gay bar like just before they yeah like, were doing it and all and like I just it just makes you feel so grateful. Obviously, like mm. but like. I just thought it was so, such a powerful move to get to get them specifically, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I think that like the the attention, hopefully, that that will bring on to the Rainbow Road Railroad yeah. as like an organization, and Definitely. just I suppose just in, in bring in general to the to the plight of LGBT people, LGBT migrants coming in from other countries where they don't have the same rights. Like the fact that it will be able to to hopefully create more of a, a positive kind of feeling about it yeah. I think will be will be really good as well but no I I, I, I I cried at a couple of points um oh. I cry I cried when lemon cried the oh. most because <laughs> I was like you're doing terrible makeup but you're such a beautiful person <laughs> <laughs> Priyanka wins in her prize as a 10 grand donation to the Rainbow Railroad. And I was like, that is, you know, that's for one person to get into Canada. I was like, yeah. wow, that's how expensive it is. Like, that's how yeah. much no, money they I'm need, shocked. you know? Yeah, that's probably one of the best prizes you can give someone. Mm. Like, and oh. th- when they were like, my drag saved someone's life. I was like, no, hold me. Like, <laughs> it, was so, it, was so, it was just so much. Wow. Yeah. Art is no. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's one thing that I have seen throughout the entire of this season as well, is that just these Canadian queens are just such wonderful people. <laughs> and there's just such a, like, just Canadian culture and like the Canadian way of life is just so open and friendly and like, you know, empathetic and compassionate yeah. and in a way that you don't necessarily see 
in some of the the American ones. I but they know. could also be really bitchy. Like, look at Rita's yeah. puppet challenge, you know? Yeah. And, I, you know, Priyanka, when I, she has a look at Rita's makeover challenge, and she's like, that's a man, Maury. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I love, like, learning about the Canadian culture. Mm. And I'm looking forward to Drag Race Holland, which will be out soon as well, for the same reason. Like, it, it's a exhibition of, of queer life around the world in a certain yeah. way do you know and, and it's mm-hmm. you know things yeah. we don't get to see it's every like, day you know the disney ride it's a small world yes i want them to like remake that drag culture around the world <laughs> yeah. imagine, imagine the level of just like it will be like you go into like the the river could be like glitter <laughs> well, glitter and like outfits <laughs> and everything oh i would just feel so happy well i mean i'm surely rue is not too far away from a rue pollywood you know theme park oh i'm buying tickets now (laughs) trademark that king trademark that you get 10 (laughs) percent is it getting hot in here or are we by the fireside with kevin c olahan storytelling podcaster from the headstuff network Once upon a time. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week we breathe new life into old stories from folklore and mythology, from the mysterious landing of the old Celtic gods, to the epic wars fought by Cúchulainn and Queen Maeve, right down to the petty squabbles between headstrong mortals and roguish fairies. We already have a huge collection available with a new episode every Wednesday. This is not just a podcast for folklore fiends, but for anyone who enjoys a good story. And who doesn't love a good story? My name is Kevin C. Olhan, and I am your host and your fireside bard. Wherever you are in the world, you can always join me by the fireside. Let's just jump onto the runway, so will we? Um, Well, up first was Priyanka. Um, I kind of thought, you know, Jeffrey made a big point of warning Scarlett about the jumpsuit, but then, you know, Priyanka had a jumpsuit on as well. He didn't say anything. So I kind of was like, hmm, how can one get away with not the other? But there was, it was a better duo. Like the, that green and pink is, is like a classic matching combination right? and they had feathers and stuff on it. So I thought it was a, a better jumpsuit. I was obsessed with the feathers. I was like, if it was like... <laughs> It was like um, Kylie and Kendall at the Met Ball, but like, <laughs> you know, you know, runway. And I just, I was yeah. like the ugly sister from Cinderella, but like, dra- like, pra- like drag essence. Like I just, I love, I, I want to be buried in the pink one. I really, really honestly do want yeah. the pink one in my life. Like I look at it. I, I thought the pink one it. was nicer. I thought Priyanka's feathers on her shoulder were in covering her face yeah. a bit yeah. and I, that kind of annoyed me other than that though no, i thought it was good they were like a pair of sexy yeah. highlighters um I oh, was... just... <laughs> no i thought they looked i looked they looked stunning i really liked the energy they had as well and even the like the like, little yeah. what's my name electra like i thought it was it was they were sort of playful and fun with the judges um yeah and also like you could just tell they were having such a good time yeah and Ele- electra mm. is pretty beautiful like as a queen Mm -hmm. like that makeup looks really good um Mm. sort of like giving me a bit of bob the drag queen in the face with that kind of like slightly kind of uh judgmental 
facial expression. But yeah, I, I, I do think it. they're less good looking as a queen, though. I thought they were quite looking as, as oh a god, I, both so in I both in and that. out of their Andrew Christian underwear, they were stunning. Um, <laughs> I actually think, and I'm usually a fan of a beard, but I think that like when when he got when Elton got rid of his beard, I was like, oh hello. But I even like the fact that it looks like as if like Priyanka has done like some padding on the legs and stuff, and I think like the body looks good. Everything about it just looks like elevated in a way and i love the head pieces too i think that yeah uh, lemon was up next then with lime of course such a obvious but yeah good yeah you know a companion name but poor old lime now was done dirty with the mm. makeup mm. but i loved this because it was like the gay gatsby <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah i liked the costumes all right yeah i just love that film i love the vibe of like the night like you know the 1920s and everything like the flapper girls mm. and stuff like that like i really really liked it but like her, just her voice it's me- it looks like it's melting off like yeah as someone who's had drag pa- drag makeup painted on them and has like attempted it once or twice myself <laughs> i think that lemon has a very like lemon has a beautiful face in yeah. like out oh, of drag and so like and so obviously stunning absolutely and like has mm. pretty perfect skin and and also mm. her look doesn't tend to be that like over the top drag so the makeup she normally paints because even when they showed that picture of her like painting all her friends like they were all like super skinny sexy twinks so it was like yeah there wasn't an enormous amount needed whereas with mm-hmm. um with lime like she had more of a butch like you know little bare face that probably needed more contouring mm-hmm. more kind of like real sculpting to make it into this so that like kind of yeah. light little contour and like there was, there was the nose was extremely prominent because I think there was too much highlight on it which made it kind of like Pinocchio yeah. out but like yeah yeah so I think I think that's probably just that, that lemon did a lemon face on lime and lime probably needed more of a makeup gun lime. <laughs> yeah it was but i just got like witchy poo off lime poor lime you yeah know? i was like oh that's bad and then they showed like the before and after i was like like he's good looking as a guy what has happened yeah. here like yeah it was bad. but yeah. other than the face i actually liked everything else yes, from the, from the i do looks. think like i think what brooklyn said like oh i'd have loved if you'd done some like kind of like chicago charleston, charleston yeah. like dance moves and like, like lemon is a, a choreographer so that would have been fun um, to like have them kind of do like a bit of twenties like choreography, but I I liked I liked the vibe that they had. Garlet is up next, and yeah, her and Violet. Violet had a had a had a bad walk. I I think even though she was very joyous, she had a bit of a gangster lean in the words of Stacey McKenzie. <laughs> um, I get I get I like I would say apart from Jimbo, I just think it's been bad eye makeup across the board this week, and I think Violet is no different. Yeah. I just think they look like when I used to do gymnastics when I was like eight and then I whacked on like a fringe coat over it. Like (laughs) I just, I don't like it. I don't get it. No. It's a no for me. (laughs) Well, what's the frig is that wig? Like, come on. (laughs) No, 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 no. But that's Lady Gaga telephone wig with a... I don't know, Van Halen coat and uh, <laughs> and a cheap cheer like Leotard. I just, it's strange. <laughs> yeah. It's like a crossover between cheer and like a Harley Davidson club that <laughs> might have gone to Coachella one year and then, yeah, D- pop Duck on a Lady Gaga. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't like this look at all. Um, the colours are all over the place and clashing and the coats are really nonsensical on top of the whole outfit and the wigs, like I actually quite like the wigs, but I, I think with different, like with different, like a kind of a more of a pheromone kind of look, maybe they might have. They don't even match the colour in the leotard. Yeah. No. Oh, no, I just don't have anything good to say about it. I'm sorry. What about what about the family resemblance? Do you see a family resemblance? Well, they're dressed the same. <laughs> this family resemblance thing frustrates me because, and it's particularly coming back to Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, because in the workroom in his walkthrough, he was all like, it doesn't really matter whether you look the same or whether you're dressed the same. It's about whether I have the same energy and present the same sort of yeah. like feeling. And it's whether you're giving us like a similar kind of, you know, just like an experience that we're like, oh, these guys are kind of part of the same group. But then, like, on the runway, he's all like, I actually want you to look like fraternal twins. That's You need to look like fraternal twins. I want you to actually see you birthed from the same mother. Um, but, but I just, I thought it was really confusing. And, like, all of the reading around kind of like, well, you're not... And then it was like, to, like, he said to Lemon, oh, you're... It, you've got more of, a, like, a mother-daughter vibe rather than a sister's vibe. And it's like... Well, that's mm. the that's whole a family challenge. resemblance. Yeah. That's the whole challenge yeah. of like mother daughter. You know, I, fair enough. The, the daughter looks like the mother, but look. And he says I, to Jimbo as well. He's like, you, "You're more kind of like sisters having a kiki rather than you know twins." I was like, "Sisters having a kiki is the whole point of the challenge." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't get what was wrong. Like, I thought the mother daughter vibe with Lemon and Lime was exquisite, and I loved the the sisters having a kiki because they're sluts at heart like so why not yeah <laughs> let's move on to Jimbo so because I think I I was trying to make sense of what sort of criteria the judges were looking for at all in this challenge I think they judged just solely on good makeup I'm guessing because the two people who were in the bottom Rita and Lemon just had the worst makeup um but I think Jimbo was probably the best makeup and he didn't win. Oh, so, that, you know, I, that makes no sense. Yeah. Just I'm in love. And like yeah. made this outfit or made the majority of this outfit himself. Like they don't clarify whether he made the outfit there at the time or whether yeah. he no. had made it beforehand. But like. I'm pretty sure it's clear he made it and brought it with him because it, the first thing you see is them pulling out those big red pieces of you know yeah. material and putting it on. But like it. just is, I, I thought like just sort of looked stunning. And, mm-hmm. um, and like kind of like a, like a dominatrix red riding hood. Like yes. I, it like totally looked amazing. And like the makeup, um, the makeup on Bimbo looked like excellent. So mm. snatched. Yeah. Just, oof. And the critique he got from Stacey was, we missed that campy sense of fun. It was there, though. If, yeah, well, yes, to a certain extent. But if mm. he had played up the clownish sort of character again, they would have been like, we want to see something new. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't really. But can I just say, I, like, I'm obsessed with the tits. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I, like, cannot relate an ounce of my soul, but I want to try them on sometime in my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want a Jimbo makeover. I want him to do my face. I want him to give me breasts of life. <laughs> like, I, I want him to adopt me. <laughs> yeah. I, I want your new Instagram bio to be just like, I'm obsessed with the tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally, then up was Rita. I think, again, she did her her tarry baga a bit of a disservice because I think she got the the worst outfit and the makeup was was pretty clown. This was bad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. It's not it's not like 
the red nose charity event you know you don't need Mm -mm. that like just no no and the whole the whole story like like uh, it was a very convoluted story kind of like oh uh an old, a fusty old drag queen has a drag daughter and there's the black and white and the color and the, you know, and it it was complicated and didn't really make sense. And then also there was some sort of throwback to like holding hands, being an assistant. Like it was a lot of different things and nothing sort of worked together in train. No, it was, yeah, it was confusing. And I feel, you know, if you're doing, and, I, and this kind of ties back to, I guess, Crystal and her Burton Ernie uh, to a certain way. Like, I think if you're going to do characters that aren't people, I think it's hard to get the family resemblance across because you just look like you're both dressed up. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it just looks like, yeah. you know, two clowns, two cartoon characters, whatever. Whereas if you're trying to look like these are two people who look the same, I think that's ultimately what you're supposed to do. Um, but she did it badly, whereas Crystal did it well. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. I just, I just think it looks like tacky, bad Halloween costumes. No, I completely agree with that. I, I think that it looked, it did look cheap, and it looked like an out of the bag kind of Halloween. Both of them looked like kind of out Literally. of the bag Halloween costumes. Yeah. Um, one was kind of like sexy clown, and then one was like I don't know, sexy grandmother. Like school, <laughs> like old school teacher. Like yes, yeah. Ugh. Um, and like I, I also like I didn't like the noses I felt the noses mm. were were unnecessary mm. yeah. and confusing but yeah no I I was not uh I was not here for this for this pairing I think the earrings are really out of place as well they just don't go like I just they're, don't yeah they're so they're, they're actually like they're so they dangle so much and they're so overwhelming yeah yeah I just don't like anything about it no <laughs> so Molly if you were the only judge who would, what order would, would they have gone for you? Who would have won? Who would have been bottom two? Okay, so bottom two would definitely be um, Garth Bobo and mm-hmm. Rita. And then safe would be Lemon. Um, and then the top two would be um, would be Jimbo and Priyanka. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. I would say Jimbo definitely is the winner. Priyanka would be maybe second place. Mm-hmm. And then I'd definitely put Rita in the bottom and it'd be between either Lemon or Scarlet. Lemon for the makeup, Scarlet for the look. So mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those mm-hmm. two. Yeah, I would I would be exactly the same. And I think that probably, like, I, I, I think that probably overall Lemon, like Lemon's makeup was very bad. Yeah, so maybe but the outfit was deserve- good. That's true. The outfit was good in the concert. But it wasn't great. But it was better than the clowns. <laughs> it was better than the clowns. Every, like everything on that stage was better than the clowns. Like everything was. And I would, I would absolutely be like Rita, but definitely in the bottom. But then between Bobo and uh, between Bobo and and um, and Lemon, I so I'd want to like see up close to actually have a look at the makeup and see whether like Bobo's makeup that that, that had been done was like really, yeah. really good. Because um, yeah. in the pictures, obviously, it's a bit whatever. And if you're trying to hard to see, and she's yeah. a makeup artist, so it should be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just think based on also on like overall performance in the competition to date, like Lemon kind of should have been able to get a pass for having a bit of a rough spot. So yeah, I'd have yeah. prefer. I, I would have put Bobo in the bottom. Yeah. Bobo Same. and Baga in the bottom. Definitely. Yeah. Well, ultimately, then Priyanka wins. Scarlet is high, which is baffling Jimbo yeah. is low and it's Rita versus Lemon in a lip sync of Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know uh, before we get there Untucked not a lot really and a Jimbo goes for Rita again but this time in the talking head telling her saying her, her 
dresses are cheap, which I suppose is true. Mm-hmm. But I just I think it's showing a bit of a nasty streak to Jimbo it, that I'm kind yeah. of going off. It makes me really sad because I really like I like that she can get a little sassy. Like yeah. I love mm. I love when you can get a little sassy. But there's like a line between like being sassy and then being unnecessarily mean. mean. And I'm not sure mm. if she's like properly crossed that line. Ilona was much more just unnecessarily mean. Yeah. But um, but I feel like Jimbo could get there soon. Like. The lip sync was Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know. I thought was I was a great choice. I think it's probably the only Alanis Morissette song you could probably get away with in this sort of situation. Um, mm. Did the right person win, do you think, Molly? No. <laughs> <laughs> and is that because you love Lemon or you genuinely think Lemon did better in the lip sync? Okay, I do love Lemon, but genuinely, like, like Lemon was she went in for the splits and the tricks and she really like gave so much energy mm-hmm. and everything whereas uh Rita was more um emotional uh, but like she just like that's all well and good but like how, how can I like focus on like with lemons over here doing all these like tumbles and splits and all like mm-hmm. it was just so I was m- much more entertained like you know I so this I have been like Loki waiting for this song. This was like the <laughs> song I've wanted them to lip sync to on 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 Drag Race Canada since the very beginning. Now, personally, I believe that the only way to like adequately perform this is if like you have a man strapped to a chair with petrol all over him and you're like properly going <laughs> fucking insane. Like that's the kind of like performance that, that this song requires. Um, okay. I thought that this was one of the because it's it's like such a deranged song and it's about that sort of feeling of like you know utterly destroyed by another person and it's like you want that like you want that kind of like insane energy um in yeah. it. so I, I would have liked a bit more of that kind of mental energy come from both yeah. of them I, I i think it's probably the that being said one of the strongest lip syncs in drag race history and i was waiting for a double chante i wanted the two of them to stay yeah and even too. the way they showed it because like they don't usually do that split screen where where they show mm. both queens performing at the same time, the side by side, that that doesn't usually happen. So I was like, oh, amazing! We're gonna just get like a double chante. And okay. when it didn't happen, I was like, I was pretty devastated. Uh, and to be honest, I couldn't say which one of the two of them I felt was the strongest. I I liked both of the performances for different reasons in different ways. I thought they were both equally. Mm. I like lemon. Lemons was more of a kind of millennial like I don't really give a shit and you know and she reacted to the words yeah. and obviously that, that that handstand split into a, a you know oh. box within and when she fell down was, was amazing <laughs> but then Rita I kind of feel you have to have anger yeah. in the performance and I don't think Lemon had I that. get that too yeah maybe she was she, maybe you just need a perfect balance of both of them yeah and I feel like they mm. yeah they definitely could have each been a bit more balanced on either side of the spectrum yeah Mm-hmm. I, I did account so they, they showed like it was like, just over three minutes this lip so like that's because usually you get like maybe a minute a minute and a half of um you get a bit a minute or a minute and a half of the lip sync song before the judges make the decision whereas this like they showed almost the full song like obviously yeah, the, produ- the producers much, yeah. are aware that these performances are sort of stunning it, they're showing yeah Mm. But no, I was very, very, very sad to see Lemon leave. And I had actually just decided during the week that I was like, Joe, you know, I think Lemon is the one I want to win. Yeah. I think and I was watching Work the World and Monet Exchange had said, you know, 
I think I showed a full diverse character in season 10. I just didn't have good runways. And I was like, that's actually yeah. Lemon. You know, she's shown she can do everything. She just could have looked better on the runway. So I was like, obviously she hasn't made it now. I did want her to win. But I mean, she is ripe for the picking for an All-Stars because she has I, already. Yeah. So she just needs a bit of more of a I budget. would be here for a All-Stars 7 International Lemon Blue Hydrangea Cheryl Hole Heidi and Closet. Mm. Get them all in there together. That would be my dream lineup. You know, I had a connection with Jeffrey towards the end because as she was walking away, Jeffrey's like, "We love you, Lemon." <laughs> and then her, her, little, her little note when she went out, she was like, "What was it about being bitter?" Oh, I, I guess I'm gonna be bitter forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And she just served it up so well, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, I think like that—that that is the thing exactly about her is that she has all the charisma in the world and she mm-hmm. has like an, she's an effortless performer and is just yeah. like eminently likable so i think that like mm. she like it's like brooklyn was saying when she was going to say like the world is going to drink you up it's like absolutely like she is going to be like a fan a firm fan favorite and i could definitely see her back on an all-stars and i'm very excited who is going to make it to the final three who's going to go home next week molly do you think <sighs> either risa or scarlet no, I don't know because Jimbo okay. was low the past two weeks as well, though. Mm. So, mm. but like, oh, it's very I, close. It's it's very close. Yeah, it's very hard to know. It, one of them could just have a bad week. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, or they could all have amazing weeks. Yes. No. Yeah, I feel like so next week is like the ball challenge. They're gonna have to make stuff. So I would say that Jimbo mm. and Priyanka, I think both have done well in design challenges yeah and actually Rita has well I I would say that Bobo was probably in danger yeah I think more so because of her attitude yes yeah she hasn't really brought anything mm, her mentality is not necessarily a winning mentality yeah and it all starts in the head (laughs) yeah (laughs) she also in the clip for next week she just say she doesn't have any sewing experience which won't look good for her but i mean (laughs) she she hasn't been low once this season she has a very unique record like she's always she's either been safe or high um and like coming up to final episode like that would looks good like that's like a jade essence hall or a raja Mm. record you know yeah i suppose like it is a marathon it's not a sprint yeah i am excited next week to see what energy michelle visage brings to the judging mm. panel. <gasps> <gasps> yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> like, is she just going to come in and be like, Jeffrey, get the fuck out of my seat. <laughs> what the hell have you done with the staff? Like, move exactly. over, bitches. The queen is <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I'm so... She's actually oh, just there to deliver Jeffrey's he- P45. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's really getting tough now at the end. It's kind of hard to see. Probably one of the more difficult finals to call, I would say. Um, yeah, I'd say it's clearly between two. But I, you know, I think I think that next week, if things go the right way, next week we'll have a Priyanka, Jimbo, and um, Rita finale. And I, I think Priyanka might go home. <sighs> I think I, like third time in the bottom up against Scarlett, who hasn't been in the bottom. Like I think Scarlett's gonna win. Yeah, yeah. Now, Priyanka has turned some pretty amazing lip syncs out, though. So, mm. And well, Priyanka's kind of the only one I want to win at this point. I, I like... I, I, yeah, I'd be happy with... 
yeah, Prank is the only one that I'd be sort of actively excited to see win. But I I do think that if Jimbo were, or, well, if Jim, I think Jimbo, I'd take Jimbo over Rita at this stage. I would too, but I just, she's, she's um, annoyed me last two weeks with her, with her attitude. Mm-hmm, yeah, so. she needs a new attitude. <laughs> Attitude check. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Silky Nook getting Gamash getting that shout out she deserves, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week's show. Thank you for Headstuff for having us. Thank you for Leo Dynamic One for the theme music. We haven't done the thank yous for a while. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Get to see that pod. We'll be back with you next Saturday for another episode of Drag Race Canada, where it's the ball. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you on Saturday. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.